Have yourself a merry BB Christmas. Let your mochas be white. From now on, your husband's in the Starbucks light. Here we are in the pandemic days where fashion's gone away for good. Faithful listeners are dear to us. Raise your Starbucks cup once more Through the years we'll be basically basic Doing basic girl things You go girl But thank God for Jesus Christ to always A merry BB Christmas. Hi, guys, it's Amanda, and welcome to day four of Advent. Oh my goodness, Cammie and I have literally just felt so incredibly blessed by this series already, and it's only day four. Um, just the feedback and the comments that you guys have sent in through Instagram or through the private Facebook group um, has just been so encouraging, and it really has solidified that this is all from Jesus and not our own words or our, or our own power. Um, and I'm just really thankful for that because I am honored to be here doing this with my best friend. And speaking of feeling honored, um, the Lord kind of just deposited this idea in me before I pressed record. I just want to take a few minutes to honor some people who make this podcast possible. So for instance, my sweet husband, Tyler, um, as you guys know, the theme song is different during this Advent season than our regular Basically Basic theme song. And you guys, Tyler just knows the basic girl. I mean, he knows what we like. He knows our vibe. And so I just want to take a minute to honor him because he came up with those um, super funny words on our Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas parody song. And it just makes us laugh. And so uh, anyways, I just want to take time to honor him and say thank you. Because if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't know how to mix these podcasts. Um, it would be hard for us to do them daily. It's so sweet to watch him sit in bed right before we go to bed and um, just edit these podcasts daily for you guys. So I love you, babe. I'm honoring you in this moment. And I also want to honor my very best friend and partner in crime, Cammie. Um, just doing this series with her already, on, even on day four, has been so fun. And we're so expectant and so excited for next week. And I'm just really thankful. And so I just wanted to take a minute to honor them specifically for making this podcast possible because I know if I was doing it solo, um, you guys would have a lot of questions because you would be like, what is she talking about? Okay. So <laughs> anyways, 
Today, we, so yesterday's episode, we, Cami and I together talked about Simeon and Anna and just what an incredible story that was. So if you guys have not had a chance to listen to that one, I highly recommend you go back and do that. Um, we had a lot of girls comment just how they were blown away that they had never heard that story either. Um, and growing up in the church, it's just kind of mind-blowing to me that um, I've been in church for 31 years or ever since I can remember, and I'm still learning. And that's what I think is just so beautiful about the gospel and about God's character is that we will never stop learning. And I am so thankful for that because I know that I can tend to get a little bit impatient and um, at times I can want to have it all figured out. And so to think that I would ever have God figured out or know everything about him would just honestly feel a little bit discouraging. So I never want to feel bigger than God or like I have it figured out. And so I just love learning new stories. I hope that you guys go back and listen to that one because um, it really is a powerful story. Um, So today's episode, I really was praying about it and talking to Jesus on just what he wanted me to share on day four of Advent. And as you guys know, the theme this week is O Come Emmanuel um, from the song. And just the words alone are really powerful. I've been listening to that song this week just to kind of like let it sit in my spirit and listen to how the Lord is speaking to me through it. And it really is such a beautiful song. But one thing he kept telling me as I was praying, asking um, what to talk to you guys about today was the power of gift giving. And all I could think about was Jesus truly is the ultimate gift. And what I mean by that is uh, several things. So God gave us Jesus, his son, as the ultimate gift and God gave him as a gift, and we also received him as our ultimate gift. And I have a few points, the first one being, I have a son, and the thought of freely giving him, knowing that he would be crucified, knowing that some people would receive him and some wouldn't, and some would want to kill him. I don't know if I could do it, to be honest with you, because I love my son so much. And then I had to stop myself and think, Amanda, your son was a gift in the first place. And when I stopped and just truly meditated on that and thought about it, it was so powerful to me. And again, like I'm so thankful for this Advent series because um, we get to talk about it, but I'm also learning so much. um, And the Lord is depositing so many new things into me through this um, of just my own reading and my time with Him. And so the title of today's Advent is From Gift to Gift. And I don't know about you guys, but I am a huge believer in the five love languages. And my husband and I often joke because gift giving is a hundred percent in my top three. And I know that's kind of funny um, because you think about like material things or whatever. It's like, oh, I love a good Starbucks gift card. I love a good Anthro gift card. And I really do. Um, But I also really love giving gifts and I do love receiving gifts. And whenever I was reading the definition of a gift, The actual definition says, a thing given willingly to someone without payment. And that's kind of when I realized that really is the part of gifts that I love. I love that nobody worked for them. um, Nobody paid for them. I just genuinely wanted to give a gift out of an overflow from my heart to someone that I love. And that is exactly what God did with Jesus, his only son. He gave Jesus to us as a gift without payment. We didn't we didn't earn that. And once we work for something, it's no longer a gift. And I just kept thinking about how beautiful that is. Um, just the way that God so freely gave us his son, knowing that he would be received by some and not by others. He still gave him freely. And 
I feel like he just gave us the ultimate love language. And I started thinking about um, gifts and just all the different meanings of them. And what do you do whenever you receive a gift? And the posture that we kind of take in our own lives, knowing that we have received the gift of Jesus. So let's say I'm giving a gift to a friend or I have received a gift. If someone comes to me and gives me this beautiful, let's say, let's let's like get creative and think of something fun. Um, this beautiful anthropology gift basket, basket this basic girl gift basket. Um, the very last thing I'm going to do is set it on a shelf, pretend it doesn't exist and continue on with my life. I will be so excited to open up that gift basket. I will want to smell it. I will want to probably taste it. I don't know. Maybe Anthro has some candy that they've thrown in. Um, I'll definitely want to wear it. I want to touch it. Literally all the things. So I, I I want to experience it. I, I'll want to take it in. And I thought to myself, gosh, how many times has God so freely given me something that I've just decided to sit on the shelf because I'm doing things fine in my own way. And as we meditate on this Advent season, when God gave us his son, I just said, Lord, I let me think about Jesus as the gift that he is, as the gift where he came to earth as a baby, literally the most lowly place. Newborns have to be taken care of. They have to be nurtured. And I even thought about from a mother perspective, I thought about Mary holding this sweet baby and just kissing the head of this sweet baby boy who would one day wear a crown of thorns. And as I was thinking about this and just the gift, the ultimate gift that Jesus is, I thought about how he's the gift that really does keep on giving. And when somebody were to give us a gift, we are going to want to thank them. And we may want to thank them so much that we obviously will thank them in person in the moment. But then what if we also want to write a thank you card? What if we want to keep on thanking them? I know that that, you know, happens a lot. And I want to hold myself from a place and hold myself at a posture where I am just constantly thanking Jesus and thanking him for all the things that he's given us. And it made me think about um, kind of a funny story. So I have Gwen and George. Gwen is four. She's my four-year-old daughter and George is 17 months old, I think, somewhere in that time frame. Like the whole second kid thing is so real because you really just kind of are like, are you are you 16 months? Are you 17 months? I don't know. You're somewhere around there. So anyways, he's somewhere in that age range. But we do this thing every night when we put Gwen to bed. And we have her tell us the top three things that she's thankful for in that day. And again, it's just setting a place and coming from a posture of thankfulness because in our own human nature, it really may not come that natural. I know for me, I have to um, take time to thank God just for all that he's given us. And it really will change my perspective. But I love doing this to a four-year-old already because they don't Um, put on a show like they all the emotion that they feel they are just going to show it and they're not going to try to be um, just like correct in that moment or try to prove that they have good manners like they're just going to 
feel their feels and they're going to act on their feels because they're four and they're, they're still learning. Um, and sometimes Gwen, when we say, okay, what are you thankful for? She will name the three things that she's thankful for. It might be, she'll say, I'm thankful for mama. I'm thankful for daddy. I'm thankful for brother. Someday she'll say, I'm thankful for God. And that just melts my heart. Um, other days she'll say, I'm thankful for my food. I'm thankful for my room. I'm thankful for my wallpaper. She'll, she loves her wallpaper. Um, so she'll say the things that she's thankful for. And then there's other times where she will be four and hold nothing back. And she will say, I'm thankful for nothing. (laughs) And, you know, we always kind of have to like turn our heads and be like, okay, Gwen, that's not true. You know, you have a lot to be thankful for, but really isn't that kind of just in our own human nature? We, we can feel that way in our own hearts. We may not act on it and we may not say the words out loud. I'm thankful for nothing. Um, but we can act that way through our own actions and through our words. We can start forgetting the gift that Jesus really was and that because of his ultimate gift, the ultimate gift of Jesus, we have the gifts that we get in our own lives. He has blessed us with everything that we have and everything that we have is a gift because we paid for nothing. Um, I did nothing to earn the the husband that I have and the marriage that I have. I did nothing to earn these two beautiful, healthy children that I have. And when I can come from a stance of thank you and thanking God that all of these friendships in my life, all of these good, good things in my life are all good gifts from Him. So I believe if we really thought about it and we were able to, we all know what a gift is. And I think that if we really sat down and thought about it and pictured baby Jesus being sent from God as the gift, the actual gift that he was, I don't know if that we would easily forget it as often as we tend to, um, just because we do live in a world where we get to do things, um, that the world says maybe we earned it. But I think that when we know and we can come from a place that everything is truly a gift and it's all trickled down from the gift of Jesus, the gift that he was from God in the first place, then we get to treat them as such. We get to treat our gifts as just that. And we don't hold them that tightly anymore because we know that we didn't earn them. And so we can let go of acting like we were owed something in the first place. So in this moment, I wanted to read some scripture. and scripture that was highlighted to me uh, with the word gift and just how they now they all have this different color to me and this different shine because I'm just reading them through this new lens all of a sudden of the gift that baby Jesus was to us um, as humans. And the first scripture and we are going to the first verse, we're going to put all of these in the show notes as well. So you'll see them. Um, and we'll also put them in the Facebook group. So if you guys haven't signed up for that, you can do so at the link in our profile. Um, but the first, the first Bible verse is Ephesians 2, 8, and it says for by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. So gosh, like literally already, it is the gift of God. It says so clearly and literally this whole time. I mean, I know that he's always been a gift, but I just truly thought about him in this form of being given to me as a gift, as like, I cannot imagine Cammie coming to me and saying, Amanda, I got you this incredible gift. I can't wait for you to open it. The first thing I'm going to do is open it and use it. I'm going to be so excited. And that is what exactly what God has done for us. He has given us this beautiful gift of Jesus and he wants us to have a life with Jesus. He wants us to have a daily walk with him. He doesn't want him to just be up there high, like 
Thank you, Jesus. Can't wait for eternity. Like eternity is here. It is now. We get to walk with Jesus already because he is the gift that was freely given to us. And oh, it just makes me so excited. Um, so the another verse I want to read was Romans 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So again, it says the free gift, like he has been a free gift to us. And then something that uh, really stood out to me as well was that the beginning of that verse where it says, for the wages of sin is death. And the word wages means that that's going to cost us something. And I never really looked at it that way, that sin and death isn't free, but life is and the free gift of eternal life is. So sin and death, for the wages of sin is death. So that means death and sin is gonna cost us something. It may cost us our job. It might cost us our marriage. It may cost us a friendship. It may cost us our freedom. Like I, it could literally cost anything, but the wages of sin is death. And so we know that death is gonna cost us something big, but if we wanna have a free, the free gift of God in eternal life, all we have to do is receive it. And so that's just such a beautiful thing to me. And the other verse I wanted to share was John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Another gift. Romans 11:29. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. And that is also incredible because God has given us a gift that cannot be changed. It cannot be reversed. It cannot be um, undone. Second Corinthians 9.15, thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. The gift of Jesus is inexpressible. And I just love that during this Advent season, we are able to meditate on on this. And I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I am just so expectant and so excited. I'm more excited about this Christmas Eve and this Christmas day than I have been in a long time. And when I think about it, that's kind of crazy because 2020 obviously has been crazy and completely unexpected. And when I think about it, I just keep thinking, this is so on brand for Jesus. Like this is my social media side coming out. But the everything about the Bible is a paradox. Like for instance, the Bible says, whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for God's sake will find it. And the Bible says that the highest or the lowliest are seated in the highest places in the heavens. And so I just think about everything is kind of a paradox. And that's what I love about God is it's just unexpected. And it's the opposite of what you think that it would be. And you see that a lot in scripture. And so I just keep thinking 2020, kind of being like a feeling like a wash to many of us and feeling just kind of like a lull, like a lowly place. We get to have the ultimate high when we throw Jesus this incredible Advent birthday party this year. And so that's why I just keep thinking like, Jesus, this is so on brand for you to get me so pumped and so excited for uh, this Christmas and for this Advent season and to just throw Jesus this incredible birthday party with my family, with my kids, opening gifts, celebrating that God gave Jesus as a gift to us. And so, yeah, I just think that's really funny. And just, you know what, Jesus, you're so on brand with this. Um, So... What I want you guys to do is to take a moment and just thank God for the gifts in your life. And maybe it's not something, maybe it's something that you haven't realized as a gift. And so I want you to just thank God for the gifts that he's given you, whether you're in a coffee shop with a friend doing this Advent. And if you are, 
Um, FOMO, I wish I was with you guys. That sounds so fun. Uh, Maybe you're driving in the car. Maybe you're doing laundry. Whatever you're doing, um, ask him what gift that he has given you now that maybe you haven't thanked him for. And not because you didn't want to, but you just may not have positioned yourself in a place where you realize it was a gift. So for instance, I'm thinking of someone maybe who has a car that um, is just kind of it's ran its course. It's falling apart and you're ready for a new one and you're over it and you're just ready for a new car. Um, and I know that again, a new car is incredible, but I'm just thinking of an example in that moment, thinking God, Lord, thank you for giving me a car that gets me from point A to B. It might not be the car of my dreams. It may not be the car that I'm wanting right now in this moment, but thank you that I have a car to get me to and from work. Thank you that um, I have a car that has heating when it's cold outside. Thank you, God, that I have a car that has AC whenever it's hot outside. Um, And also just thanking God and being expectant for the gifts that he is going to give you in 2021. Because God, as we know, and from all these scriptures, he is a God of giving good gifts. He's given Jesus, his only son, to he sent him down to us as a baby, knowing that he would die on the cross, his death, his resurrection, knowing exactly what would happen, he still gave this gift. And guys, to be honest, if I bundled up and wrapped this beautiful, I'm all about good wrapping. And if I wrapped up this beautiful gift to give to somebody and I knew, I knew before giving it to them that they were going to reject it. Honestly, I don't know if I'd waste my creativity on that. So (laughs) I'm just thinking like God knew that some people would not receive Jesus. And he knew that his son was going to die on a cross uh, to save the world. And he still still gave his son. So I just want you guys to think about and meditate today on the gifts that are in your life, big and small, um, basic and and basic gifts, and maybe not so basic gifts, um, just thanking him and coming from a place of thanking him because God has given us the ultimate gift in Jesus. So God, I just want to thank you right now for every heart, every mind, everybody listening to this. God, I just pray for protection over them today, God. I pray that wherever they're going, um, that you would protect them, God. And I pray just for joy in their hearts. I pray for an overflow of joy because you have so freely given us your son um, through your grace. And I just thank you, Father, for that. I thank you for the girl listening who is taking care of little ones running around. Maybe she feels unseen, God. I thank you for the gift of her kids. I thank you for the gift that she is able to do laundry and fold clothes. And while that may seem mundane, that is giving so much glory to you because you have given her this season for a reason, God. And Jesus, I pray for the woman who is tired and is just working all the time and um, is just trying to pay rent and make it work. God, I pray that you would let her know that um, you will fight for her when she is still, God. And I just thank you for every single gift in my life. I thank you for my marriage, for my children. I thank you, God, for my friendships. I thank you for every heart that would Um, that is trusting Cammie and I to just tell this story from our own hearts and from our own perspective. I thank you that they're trusting us with your words, Father. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for just depositing these words into us. God, I thank you for um, just all your good and perfect gifts. I thank you for that you gave Jesus um, to us, to Mary and Joseph, to take care of, to raise God. And now after dying on the cross um, for our sins, God, we still get to experience the good gifts that you have for us. We thank you, God. We love you. We're so expectant for this season and we love you guys and we hope you have a Merry Christmas.